to Films with Women in My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Nicole. Hey. And Mama Kay. Hey, everybody. And tonight, we are reviewing El Camino, a Breaking Bad film. Ooh, snuck up on us. Um, named after it, a car. Named after a car, which does appear in this movie, um, without yeah. giving, giving too much away. Um we should say Spoiler. this is going to obviously spoil not just the movie itself, but elements of the show. And I think going in, I would say if you've seen the show, this is this is probably something you're you're going to watch. And uh, if you haven't seen the show, um, there's a few things in here that you'll that you might miss out on. But I think for the most, there's some there's some things we'll, we'll talk more about that. But we're going to spoil everything, the show and the movie. So Breaking Bad, the show. Uh, Nicole, have you did you watch Breaking Bad when it was out? I, uh, I did. I didn't watch it while it was on TV. I, I caught it like on Netflix a couple years mm-hmm. later. Um, I really did enjoy it. I liked a lot of the stories that aren't in this movie. So they're really kind of <laughs> unnecessary to discuss. But uh, overall, I, I did enjoy the show. I I thought that it was really good. It was It was a great series because I'm not one for series like that. And Mama Kay, I believe you're the one on the show who's going to be me for Downton Abbey. Uh, you are the outside opinion. You have not seen Breaking Bad. Is that right? Yeah, this is my Downton Abbey. I have not seen it, although, I mean, I know the premise of the show, but um, I don't ever think I've seen a full episode. I know I've seen bits and pieces of little things um, probably early on, too. So, yeah. I watched the show like Nicole did uh, a couple years after it came out on Netflix. Um, I think eventually I caught up with it and was watching it at the same time. Um, but like I watched the first couple seasons in a row. Um, I like the show. Uh, I think we should say for all the hardcore Breaking Bad fans that say it's the greatest show ever, which I mean, I, it's valid. It's, it's, it's an argument that can be made for sure. No one on this show loves Breaking Bad. Um, Nicole, <laughs> Nicole, I like Breaking Bad. I, I, I think it's a good, it's a solid show, above average show. There's some a couple episodes that I really love. I was definitely um, hooked on it while I was watching it, but yeah, for a couple, I, I went in and out at some parts. It didn't have me as as hooked in as I as the the common Breaking Bad fan team seemed to be hooked in. There were some storylines I liked more than others, but um. Yeah, so before you know, that's just a background of all our opinions. No one here is going to die die on the on the sword for Breaking Bad. Um, so that's that's <laughs> just a preemptive. We kept Jess out of the show because Jess wa- not only watched Breaking Bad, but she she actually hates Breaking Bad, which I don't even yeah. know how. I don't know how you hate this show. I can understand not loving it, but I she actively hates the show. So uh, she, we were like, well, did she watch the she watched the whole show and hate it? She watched. Like, how do you do that? Over, I think she watched over the first season and into the second season and was just miserable. I think it's like a friend made her do it and she just hated oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. I'm like, because so, that's a lot of massage. That, that's like you know putting yourself <laughs> into a really uh, bad sometimes place. you got uh, I've no definitely reason. had shows that are a season where I'm not enjoying it at all, but I have like two episodes left in my hair and I'll just choke through the rest oh, of this. But it's funny that that's mentioned actually because Frank Spotnitz, who did this movie had a show that we tried to watch for three seasons <laughs> and did the same thing. And Frank I really did don't... This movie. Yeah, Frank Spotnitz. Vince Gilligan did this movie. Oh, Vince... Are you sure? <laughs> Better This movie that we just watched, the El Camino? I'm sure. So yeah. Vince Gilligan is the creator of the show. He wrote and directed this movie. What Mama okay. Kay is confusing is Frank Spotsnitz and Vince Gilligan both worked on a show a long time ago called The X-Files, yeah. which I think a lot right. of people have probably heard of. Um, which and, I really loved. Right. And Mama Kay is a huge 
enormous, almost fanatic, not quite, but almost. Um, I was. And, yeah, and uh, and uh, Vince Gilligan was a writer and producer on that show for many seasons. <sighs> uh, what I think fans okay. would argue are the better seasons. Okay, well then, my point is moot, but <laughs> I did watch three seasons of Man in the High Castle, and it was painful. Every episode. That's Frank Spotsnitz, yes. That I know, I know. Okay, but now I'm getting where Jess is coming from. There we go. That's let's get into what <laughs> El Camino is about. Uh, after escaping Jack and his gang, Jesse Pinkman, played by Aaron Paul, goes on the run from the police and tries to escape his own inner turmoil. Um, we're gonna jump into the movie here. If you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix. It just came out. Um, I think what was it last Friday? Uh, so it's it's fresh. It has a small theatrical release. Um, but yeah, Breaking Bad fans are are gonna. Oh, gonna this is in theaters this, too. Small small release, but it's primarily on Netflix. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, so we rate things here at Films of the Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. And I'm just gonna kick right into it because the plot of this movie is shockingly simple for a two-hour movie that's going to be the big epic end to what people will argue it's one of the greatest tv shows of all time the whole plot is jesse it's right after the end of uh the show when we're in spoilers now walt dies the main character brian cranston's character uh jesse has the opportunity to kill him but chooses not to uh you all see this in a little recap at the beginning of the movie netflix is very nice to throw that little package together thank god um, they did that because i haven't watched this that it's been a few years a long time and right. i was really rusty on uh, what happened it definitely helped refresh me on the characters that we're going to get in here and cameos that, you know, were in the show. Um, the whole thing, though, is Jesse, we literally cut to him at the beginning um, after a brief flashback with Mike, uh, fan favorite Mike, uh, who uh, worked for Walt and Jesse in the show. Um, he's like, oh, what would you do if you uh, if you were young and retired or whatever he says? And he's like, I'd go to Alaska. Mike would go to Alaska. So immediately at the beginning, we're like, all right. So I'm pretty sure this whole movie is just going to be Jesse going to Alaska and... That's kind of the whole goal of the movie. Jesse is trying to get away from the cops and get to Alaska. That's it. Um, We see flashbacks as the show goes on, but the main meat of this movie are just some big, like, set piece kind of stuff. Did you know that Um, they were making a movie? Like, did you know anything before this? Yeah. I didn't. I knew there were talks, but it really, like I said, it snuck up on me because I'm not, you know, super ingrained in the Breaking Bad world. Um, and then when, like, I literally heard it came out like last week. Like, I knew there they yeah. were making it and it was coming out and it was going to be about Jesse's, um, basically his afterword of the show because he didn't get a full send off, and this was going to be a Jesse centric movie. Um, and yeah, it, I knew the trailer came out a few months ago, but it snuck up on me. I, for, I had forgotten about it, and uh, we were like, oh, we had an open slot. Tra- Let's do it for the show. <laughs> up until that trailer, though, I think that there really wasn't a whole lot of... There was no buzz about it. Like, I, I think they were keeping it well under wraps, so... Yeah, I definitely uh, did People must have got really excited when they saw the trailer. So I'll, I'll talk about some of, like, the the big plot chunk. So the first part is, is a reunion with his old friends, skinny Pete and Badger, uh, played by Charles Baker and Matt Jones, a couple of character actors people probably, yeah, recognize. Um, yeah. So there's that chunk. The second chunk is, uh, Jesse Plemons character, Todd, who I don't know if people are expecting to come (laughs) back. He, he played a, uh, like a white supremacist member of a neo-Nazi group. And he was, uh, worked for Walt. Uh, and what was the other guy's name? Jack, the, 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 
white supremacist meth people in the final season. Um, the middle section is about his apartment, as well as flashbacks to him and Jesse's relationship while Jesse was ca- uh, captured by them. Then we cut to the third part, which involves uh, uh, Robert Forster's character, who is in like one episode, um, and Jesse's trying to use him to escape. Uh, and then we cut back to a couple of scumbag characters, and Jesse has like a showdown with them. Then the movie has its conclusion, which we'll get to. So it's it's really not a whole lot of different things going on. It's like in the two hour movie, it's like five five things basically, like five big chunks. Kind of surprised yeah, there's me. Only, there's um, only not that much in in there. So I'll start with you, Mama. Okay, since you're not the fan of the show, you probably had some maybe some trouble with the characters. There's not a whole lot of them, and they are pretty distinct looking. But w- did you have some gaps you had to fill in? What would you give the plot of this movie? Even though I don't have the background of having the characters, I was engrossed in the movie. There were times when I was confused about whether something was a flashback, flash forward, flash sideways, whatever was going on. Right. Um. Definitely, definitely in the middle. Yeah, and in the be- in the very beginning when he was talking to the guy at the river, I don't know that man's name. That's um, Jonathan Banks's Mike. Mike is a fan favorite. Yeah, I I kind of assumed that that was the end of the movie. Like that was gonna just pretend right to the end. Like okay, this is what he's saying, and at the very end we're gonna see him going to Alaska. Which okay, but I didn't know how. I didn't realize that that was something that had happened during that had to have taken place during. The series, because apparently he's dead. Yeah, so just to help for you for the rest of the review, I know I feel like that's the one big thing. uh, If anyone's gonna have a problem with this, is the flashback and flash forwards. The only way the audience really knows it's flashback and flash forward is everyone in the flashback that's shown that's not Jesse is dead. I'm pretty sure. I could be missing someone, but I'm pretty sure every time they do a flashback and that he's with another character from the show. That's a dead character. That's so. I think that's how like well, fan, fans also, would discern. But yeah. Well, and also you know it's a flat for me. I knew it was a flashback because there were when he escapes from these people who have been holding him captive from uh, Landry Jesse Jesse Plemons. Um, Landry. <laughs> he <laughs> he's Landry to me forever from Friday Night Lights. He's in so many great um, and things. I do lo- and you choose Friday. Night and Lights. I do love that actor when he's with when he's held captive by them. He you know he grows a beard and his hair grows longer. And then it, when he escapes, he immediately cuts it so he looks a lot like he did when he was in the series. I'm assuming. Um, mm-hmm. So when it's within those things, I can tell the the flashbacks and flash forwards. Um, the characters that I'm introduced to, I really like. I like the two crazy guys or, that are at the beginning. You can tell they're not that at some point they were probably super weird and crazy, and now they're really just trying to help their buddy out. It seems like everyone in this movie is trying to help this dude out, and that's one thing I'm trying to figure out. Like, if he's such a bad dude, why is everyone pretty much trying to help him? And he can also talk his way out of almost anything. I guess that's part of his character. I do like. Pretty much all the characters that are introduced in, into this thing, with the exception of the ones that take his money at the apartment mm-hmm. when they pretend to be cops, and, and I don't like them, um, mm-hmm. and I don't like their characters. So I'm going to give the characters... We're on the plot, I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, shoot. I'm going to... Oh, the plot. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> That's oh, why I gave out it. the movie the, the plot know, of the movie i know i know I, sorry sorry um i'm i had moved on um the plot of the movie i like that i like where we're going with it i'm gonna give the plot of the movie a three because i really think that i was able to even though i didn't know a lot that i was able to kind of figure out what's going on and mm. i was really concerned that he wasn't going to be able to have a happy ending so um yeah i think that 
if I could speak for most people, I think that we're all kind of rooting for Jesse because he really is a, a good guy and you, you come to love him over the series. I mean, I liked Walt more, but that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. But to, for him to be able to have closure of a, of a storyline, I, I like that they did this movie. I think that it's a, it's a good idea. The execution of it may be a different story for me, but just the, the plot that we have in front of us here of him trying to make his final escape, you know, his, his name's getting blasted all over TV and everybody knows, you know, who he is and what, what he did. And, um, that one scene in particular where he's trying to escape after seeing Badger and all the cops are on the other side of the road going behind him. He knows he's like in deep. <laughs> he needs to get the fuck out. So I, I, I like man- maneuver stories like that where he can kind of escape the the ultimate fate that he has. So the, I, I did, I did enjoy it. Some of the stuff in, in the movie itself really didn't help me out with that though. I felt it like it was kind of dragged along a little bit and a little slow. Um, so yeah, I agree. I, I, yeah, I think I'll parts. give it. I think I'll give it a three. Yeah. So I to speak to whole, Jesse's whole or Mama Kay's whole thing. Like, why is everyone hoping Jesse? He seems to know what he's doing. Um, Walt's whole arc in the show goes from mild mannered teacher with cancer to drug lord kingpin psychopath. Um, Je- also with cancer. Still with cancer, right? Uh, yeah. Jesse's arc <laughs> in the show is from loudmouth, twerpy, uh, reckless addict to kind of a kind of a good guy who realizes he's going down a bad path and tries to get out of it um people like him because as the seasons go on he's like kind of a more empathetic character i think at the beginning walt by far is you understand walt better and you're more on walt's side and then as the show goes on it kind of flips at a certain point where you're like wow walt's a horrible monster and jesse's actually kind of a good guy now um a lot of the people jesse interacts with especially in the later seasons which are the cameos we get in the movie primarily um they like him because he's kind of grown up a little bit. We see in that one flashback later, spoiler, there's a flashback with Walt, um, that he's, it's clearly an older one because Jesse's like reckless kind of kid. Like he's, he's, you know, he's, he's like, he's the kid he was at the beginning. Um, he's come a long way and I think the movie does a good sh- job of showing that. Um, the plot itself is, it's shockingly simple, shockingly simple. Um, almost nothing happens you could do this movie in five minutes honestly and it wouldn't be it would you know a lot of it's the scenes and the tension building that we get throughout but it's extreme if you cut the flashbacks out like and cut the scenes down to what really just actually happens in the scenes it's extremely simple um and it's two hours long so i'm gonna agree with nicole (laughs) and uh, it sounds like mama k too it does drag a little bit at parts um i don't like the most of the flashbacks as much as i like the new material um definitely don't like the flashbacks i like the jesse plemons flashback because we have jesse plemons on the screen and i will rarely turn that down um but there's a lot of other stuff in here and even the jesse plemons flashback is very long so it's a bit of a drag at times but there's some real good tension building scenes in there that need the time to breathe um all that said i think i'll probably land on like a three five the plot's not the best part of this movie but it's it's solid um, so, uh, Mama K, I'll go back to you because you were already talking about the characters and kind of <laughs> flushing out yeah. everything you were saying. Um, so, yeah, I'll continue. What do you think of the characters in this? Like I was saying, I do like the characters and the fact that I don't know them and even uh, even the flashback scenes for me, it was new material for me. I mean, I know it was new material for everyone, but I was kind of taking it as I'm just meeting these characters. And so 
the fact that I could meet them for such a short time and kind of get exactly, I think, where they were coming from and what their deal was. Um, Mm -hmm. And each character was very, very different. And how lucky are we that we get the very last, you know, little snippet of Robert Forrester before, you know, he passed away. (sighs) So sad. I know, he's and I love fav- watching he's him. He's the only actor in my favorite two movies of all time. He's in both of them. It's it's. Uh, I, I love love that. Jackie man. Brown and Mulholland Drive. He's in it for like one scene, okay. but he's in it, and he's the only one in both. Yeah. So. <laughs> and they're just really good. And the thing is, it's, sometimes when it's dragging, it's it's dragging in a weird way. Like it's but maybe it's the tension is going on just a little bit too long, or maybe he's rushing, ro- people are rubbling through um, the apartment, tearing it apart for too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's okay, because I feel like I'm learning about the characters while this is happening. And um, I love I love the thought of the main character. I like his two little sidekick guys. I love Jesse Plemons' character. He is just, I don't even know why, I don't even know a person like this ever, and he's I'm just like, what is ha- what is happening with this guy? How can he be so just like nonchalant about life? I mean, his he he kills his his housekeeper because she found his stash of money, and it's just sort of like, I need you to come and help me with something. And it's like, oh, is it moving the top of your El Camino thing? Well, yeah, but also this. And then there's a dead woman on the floor that has to be rolled up in a carpet like you would expect a dead woman. I love that he does it because he's like, Jesse's like, was she going to take her money? She's like, oh, no, she's a very honest woman. Shame I had to kill her. Right. Like, he just killed her because she found it. Not because she was going to take it or she would even say anything. He he was like, no, I don't think she would say anything. But she found it. Can't have it. Like... (laughs) Right. And and she's a very nice lady and she you know, and at the end he's sitting there and he's like, she was a she was a really good housekeeper. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, like you know, when they go out to bury her in the desert, because that's what he needs Jesse's help with, he's like, you, you wanna say a few words? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's so weird because I don't know about I don't know if it was in the series about the whole capture, you know, how long he was captured by these people, but you can tell that there was so much that Stockholm syndrome set in with him because at one point when they're in the desert, he has a gun and he can easily kill his captor and leave and he just can't. He just doesn't. I don't know. That's a lot. That's, that's a really good guy. You know, I don't, so, um, he, I was, I was really rooting for him. But yeah, like I said, besides those two characters that were, that were supposed to be really bad guys, I don't think there was anybody that I didn't enjoy and that I didn't really like. Um, I loved the whole scene with Robert Forster and, and the va- the lady that wants to buy the vacuum oh, and so he kind of talks her out of it. It's like, bring your vacuum in and I'll fix it for you instead of, you know, you have to buy this new vacuum they don't want. Um, so I'm going to give the characters a four. Nicole? Wow. Well, my favorite character of all is Badger. I just think he's fucking hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad that Badger and Skinny Pete were in it in the beginning because they, they add the, the comedy that th- that this movie needed. Um, you know, and I know that it's uh, not going that route, but just to have that little bit in there just brings like the nostalgia of the show back to us because I think that they're just really funny. But um, I I do like how Jesse, you know, he's realized that he needs to make some moves right now that are going to hurt a lot more people than what he's already done. He's got to lie to his parents and, um, you know, lure them away. And that's probably really hurtful for, for him to have to do and to steal their guns and all that stuff. So Jesse's character just 
oh, I always enjoyed him. I've always enjoyed Aaron Paul's acting in the show and in this. Mm-hmm. I think that he's excellent. He just really makes you feel bad for him, and you really is this like a like a sympathetic feeling with him because you know that he's really trying just to get out and just go escape and and live his life normally um but i i i don't much care for the for the backgrounds like we were discussing you know the jesse plemons character is boring to me in this like i get <laughs> I what i get they so had to funny. set it up well, I get they had this. They had to set this up for him to go back into the apartment, right. but the parts I feel like the parts that they used from the back from the flashbacks were not the right ones. I guess I would say they just were it was just boring. But um, I, I I did enjoy the the acting from everybody. I think that I would give this my my highest rating of a four as well because it was just nice to see how Jesse is still hustling and working his ass off in order to get out of this and if that means he's got to kill people still and go sneak into condemned houses like he's a badass i just really love him yeah this is might be my strongest grade i'm gonna land on a four or five um jesse was never my favorite character on the show uh even in the later seasons when he kind of turns the corner i'm still even when walt's a total monster i'm cheering for walt um this this movie really does a really good job at giving Jesse a good send off and making him look really good and in a believable way, mm-hmm. um, which I really appreciate. Cause like I said, he's, he, of the, of the, the famous duo, he was my not favorite one. He was, he was the least, less interesting one. Um, Jesse Plemons is awesome in everything. Always all the time, even in the stuff that's bad. He elevates everything. Um, he reminds me of like a new, like Philip Seymour Hoffman type. Um, I, I just truly enjoy his flashback. But even funnier. Though- Philip Seymour Hoffman was funny. Seymour Hoffman, very funny. No. Oh, he was hilarious. He was snarky. He was kind of snarky. Yeah. Jesse Clemens always plays Him somebody in Boogie who's Nights. Like, really? He is not snarky at all. He was hilarious in Boogie Nights. <laughs> well, whatever. Other anyway, not. yeah, Jesse Clemens, great. <laughs> oh, he's great all the time. Um, and then yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you guys. Skinny Pete and Badger, uh, good comic relief characters. Um, I don't like the bad guys as much with um, with Mama K. But their scene in in the um, old apartment is just really really good scene. The tension is built correctly. Like everything feels. I like the scene with those guys when he shows up to their hangout. And they have the the little goes, uh, standoff, oh, the draw. Where he goes in yeah. for his for his eighteen hundred dollars. That that's the scene that I like with the with those guys in it. See, I like that scene a lot too, and that has nothing to do with the characters because they're kind of stock bad guys, but. They're draw. It's just drawn really well. The tension tension in this movie is built really, really well, and that might have something to do with how little there is going on and how long the runtime is. But that could also cause boringness, and it's not for the most part. It's not boring. There are some. There's some dragging moments. Um, I know they have to wrap up the thing with his parents. That you know, I, I I know that has to be in there, especially with the guns too. Like, eh, push that aside. I don't really care about that. Um, I oh the I'm skipping over Robert Forrester. Uh, the uh, don't g- do that. Don't skip over him. I can't. Uh, R.I.P. Like I could, I could gush about Robert Forrester forever. He is in the show. I think only one episode, if I remember correctly. Um, his whole mm. thing is uh, everyone in the show had a cover. Like they had, like I'm a vac. He's a vacuum repair guy, but really he's a guy who can get you over the border and then around law. And he's basically someone who he's basically a witness protection guy for criminals that don't want to you know, use the government. Um, so right. his whole scene with Jesse is great. I like that. He's kind of the last person Jesse sees at the end. Um, 
yeah, I can't really even the even the stock bad guys. No one's bad in this, and some people are really good. And Aaron Paul's Jesse really makes me come around on the character in a way that I didn't always do in the show. So very very high props mm-hmm. for the characters in this. Um, and I mean, we've talked kind of all around through this. Uh, I want to do visual and sound now. I'll go to you first, uh, Nicole. What do you think of the visual and sound of this movie? In this in the show, I love how that was filmed everything was it looked like a hot disgusting desert and everybody looked (laughs) grody and gross and it made you feel hot (laughs) like you know it just made it really set you in the in the setting and this one is maybe a little bit cleaner than that um it looked more theatrical than the show and i think that it lost a little bit of the of the feeling for me in the movie because you want to feel like you're sweating sweating in arizona or new mexico um in that in the rv (laughs) you know like that's that's the feeling you get when you think of breaking bad is like over overheated in a hot meth lab rv (laughs) but this one i mean i thought that it was it still looked really nice i thought that they did a good job of making um jesse still look um beat up and sad and gross you know when they when he got that shower and he was all that dirt was running off. Oh, oh yeah. that's nasty, man. <laughs> I felt so good yeah, when he was good. watching doing that shower. I'm like, oh, I bet that feels so fucking good right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I like that they added that in there. That was definitely necessary because it just gives you that little that little bit of of the show back into this because you know he's been sweating and running around for days. But other than that, I mean, everything was fine. Um, it was hard to differentiate when a flashback was on and when it wasn't. And I think that was just because it was, it just flowed weird for me, I guess. I don't know. But, um, I mean, overall, I'll give it a three. Okay. I agree. I was expecting to see something a lot more gritty. Um, because I knew that it was set in the Southwest. I didn't know it was New Mexico specifically, but it was easy to pick that out once it started. But I, I kind of did want to, I felt like there was more of a gritty, there was a grittiness that was kind of missing a little bit. And because like Brennan said in the beginning that you really only felt like you saw five sets or something like that, but it just wasn't, um, yeah, it just, there wasn't a whole lot to it to, for that to, to evoke anything the scenery the cinematography isn't what was doing it for me it was how the people were playing their characters that really took me in a couple of things though that i did like were um when he was driving in that first scene and and i think nicole mentioned it where there's that huge series of cop cars that was coming down the street oh, behind great. Him and he pulled into the driveway yeah that was super effective i thought um i was like i don't think i've ever seen that long of a line of police vehicles ever in my life um not that i'm a criminal i'm just saying <laughs> on tv or in real life and um he the way he was sitting by the side of the road i was just like he's so going to get caught and if he didn't have you know if his buddy <sighs> at the last minute didn't give him that cap i felt like he was gonna get caught um yeah absolutely and when he was in the apartment ransacking the apartment after the police had already been there i felt that apartment i felt that's another scene that i thought or another thing that was yeah that felt really hot that felt really um just that felt kind of gritty to me because i know what that apartment looked like prior to that and it was pretty sweet i didn't care for the scene where he was having to run back and forth to I don't know, amuse his captors. I'm not really sure what was happening there. Um, in the garage but place. What you're talking about. In the garage. Yeah. yeah. Towards the and end the before sound the shootout. And... It was a, that's a weird flashback. That's this whole scene. Where I'm like, he could probably cut that. <laughs> that's yeah. What I mean. I, like, yeah. 
flashbacks are really weird choice. The, they're, the ones that they picked were weird. Right, because I already had empathy for this character and I didn't need that. If that's what they were trying to really illustrate there, or were they trying to say how bad his captivity was? I felt like I already knew that. I, fe- I didn't need that that piece but um but the sounds that were happening when he was doing that were pretty effective for me i didn't like it and i wanted to turn the mute on because it was disturbing for me um and i did like the music that they played uh i liked when they were rolling along with uh oh i'm just gonna call him landry what's his name todd todd is the jesse <laughs> Clemens character yes <laughs> right when they're Don't rolling along in no the, one watches uh, that freaking show i'm so sorry i can't that's what i know him as <laughs> no one watches um show. and if you call him jesse the other kid's name is jesse so it's well, i say jesse plemons in um, a row people know the actor more than they go no land right so when they're rolling along in the el camino and he's you know the music's on he's got his arm out the window you know kind of floating along i'm like okay i like this and and then the character jesse's in the back being hit by the dead body of the of the uh, housekeeper. Um, so I, I mean, I think it, I think it was fine. I think it was effective enough. Um, I'm going to probably land on a three, probably a three and a half for that. Yeah. The visual and sounds the hardest one for me in the two weeks. Not a lot of stuff sticks for me. Like I, I did like Jesse Plemons singing in the car to that one radio song. I thought we were going to pan over and see Jesse character sitting next to him, but no, he's in the trunk with the body. Um, that's even better. Yeah, no, I, that's that's why <laughs> that helps the scene. A little little minor subversion. Um, right. The because I can't, yeah, you're right. There's not very many sets. Some of them are good, better than others, but there's so much tension in like when the the two guys show up at the plate at the. Um, at the old apartment when Jess is there looking for the money and they're looking for the money. That whole scene is really tense and good. And I can't tell if it's just the actors, if it's the cinematography of the scene, the way it's shot. Um, And it doesn't look, I look, I think back and I'm like, that's not really a remarkable looking scene, but the tension was there. And honestly, that's the point of the scene is the tension build. So it achieves that. Mm I, but I, I don't know what to attribute it all to. Same thing later on with the the little shootout scene that Nicole likes. Um, even even in the in the scene with um, Robert Forrester, like there's just always like a, such a good underlying tension. Even though it's a lot of shot reverse shot, this, the, the 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 areas don't look super energetic. Like they're kind of bland looking places. Um, it's it's surprising it works as well as it does but it does work pretty well and it actually brings me back to the show as a whole how kind of how i felt watching it i'm like this is pretty good i don't really know why this is very good i don't love anything here but everything's so competently done and like that's that's what the show is to me in the in when i think back to it i don't think of it as like the greatest show of all time i think of shows i love way way more because they're just different choices and but it's just i think think that the best scene in this movie is actually the one where he's in the shootout with the guys that when they when he goes to their hangout because we know he has the two guns Mm -hmm. and they're making fun of him for the for his old 22 that he has and i'm thinking to myself well i know he's got two where the hell's the other one that's why you have to don't notice parents yeah you don't notice that his hand in his pocket like that I don't, at least. And I'm like, where the, how's this going to go down? And then he shoots him out of the pocket. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't even Great think about that. Great little detail that, that so his coat's like on it. fire after he tells the guy, yeah, to leave, give, yeah. me your, give me your licenses. Now I oh, know where yeah. you live. And like, does that whole scary thing. Right. And Dude, they're walking out the door and the one guy's, on Dude, your coat's on fire. 
Or no, he didn't even say your coat. He said, Dude, I thought he just you're said on fire. you're on fire. Yeah, and then you yeah, look at his yeah. coat literally. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a good. That's good. That it's stuff like that. Like this is yeah. just such a competently made movie, and the show was just so competently made. And then I had little moments of just really good character stuff like that. So I think I'm gonna land on like a three five for visual and sound because it clearly works. I just I, I still can't figure out why it works so well. I don't I don't understand. It's got to be the characters. I think it has to be the characters better and how they're portrayed. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. It's just you know because I'm thinking this is a smart. This is smart. This is really smart. And there's no like extraneous i mean i think maybe in the flashback situations for some people there might be extraneous moves but everything is very calculated and and played really well by the actors yeah it might be the actors because there isn't really isn't really anything remarkable about anything else it's so weird though when i think back to the show like who's your favorite characters i'm like yeah walt's like awesome to watch but like i don't walter white's not like my favorite tv show character jesse pinkman's not like the only one who for me in the show who is not in this movie is gus spring uh he's the villain in like a third or fourth season i think he's like a the he's basically a drug kingpin before Walt was, and he, now that Walt's rising the ranks, he's starting to notice. Um, his character does stick with me, and I'm like, I always think of Gus. He's so awesome. Like I could compare him in other movies. Outside of him, though, the show's full of characters, full of great actors, but right. and they clearly do everything well. I just don't. I don't know why it doesn't. Nothing sticks like it should for me. But you know, so yeah, like a three five for the for the visual and sound for me. It sounds like we're all kind of kind of around there. Um, Nicole, mm-hmm. Nicole was a little higher. But the end, the end is here. Um, he gets the money that he needed from after the shootout in the in the um, repair repair shop or whatever it was, um, and we don't even get the cut to Robert Forrester. Ed is his name, uh, and we we just get a cut to him driving in the snow, and um, he opens up the little gate, lets Jesse out of his truck where he was smuggling him. So we were, that's, it's another good point about just the economy of it all. Like we don't need to go back and see him drop the money on the counter and we don't need to know where he's going. We know it's Alaska. We were told at the very first scene with Mike. So also so crazy that this is still fucking two hours long and we don't have everything in it. That's another thing. And like, what would, and I think back, like I would, I want to cut some of this. It dragged. What would I cut? The, like the one flashback scene where Mama K said he's running on the chain. Um, Maybe some of a little bit of the parent stuff, but you can't really cut very much of that. Like, there's not a whole lot to cut. There's not that much there. But you yeah. feel like there has I mean, to be. Like, how thing. is there five scenes and it's two hours and there's nothing to cut? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> but um, yeah. So the I mean, he he's in Alaska now. We get one little flashback here, which I don't I don't much care for. Um, it's it's uh, he sees Jane, um, who was a character like a love interest in the show, um. He said, well, "What was the last thing she said? She it's the last thing. Sometimes it's better to make. I don't even know. Sometimes it's better to make those decisions for yourself. Uh, was like the last thing uh, I think Jesse says to her because she's he was always like a go with the flow guy. And it's like sometimes it's better to not go with the flow. Is basically his his final thing. Um, there's also the other thing with Walt where nice. <laughs> whatever. I'll, I'll talk about that in my resonance feel. Nicole, I, since you you seem to want to chime in on the resonance and feel, what what do you give this movie for that? <laughs> no, those little things like at the end, I think that it would have been more impactful if we didn't have that stuff in there and we just had him <laughs> uh, we just had him showing up in Alaska uh starting his new life and all that stuff, but the little add-ins with Jane and and stuff like that just 
it was just unnecessary. I feel like they were really just trying to, to trying to grab whatever they could from the the show to bring it in to make it cohesive. But to me, it was really unnecessary. I don't think you need to do that. But regardless of that, um, I do like that we had the, a, a movie on Jesse because he's just so like important to the whole series. And when people think of you know duos from TV shows from from this time period when Breaking Bad Breaking Bad came out like Walt and Jesse are like a thing, like the, the the coolest thing ever I just I I do feel like that so I'm glad that they they closed up everything with with Jesse by giving him his own movie and give him what's what's due to him as well um other than that don't really have much else to say about what happens in this movie I think it's a little boring <laughs> Um, to get us to the ending, I liked the, I don't know, the last third the most, I think. The other parts were just kind of, were kind of setting me up too much for it. Um, hmm. but I think I'll just, I'll stick with my, with my three for this. Mom K? It's very interesting because as much as I, I really enjoyed this movie and I think that, you know, I think I got into it as much as I could without, without having a background to it. And I was really, mm-hmm. uh, interested in the story and how it was moving along and, I must have maybe dozed off the last few minutes because I don't know what y'all are talking about with this woman. All I know is he was in Alaska. It was and, very and brief at the end. It was, it was I couldn't tell if the woman with black hair. If they were doing a flashback okay. or like a like a mirage ghost kind of thing. But yeah, there was a woman briefly sitting next to him in the car. Yeah. And yeah. No, no, there wasn't. I didn't see that. So well, there was. But. I mean, well, I'm sure there was, but I'm saying that, you know, I was this much into the movie, but then it was like, I dozed off right there at the end and didn't see that part, but I don't feel like I really missed it. It doesn't sound like I you really don't. missed it. You don't. I think Maybe. we both wish it wasn't there, Nicole and I. <laughs> oh, well, my version of it is better then. Um, <laughs> so, um, I really, I mean, I really, I really, really enjoyed this story, even though it was a very simple storyline and it was done very simply. Like you said, it's kind of intriguing just to figure out why, why this was why I liked this so much and why I can actually relate to the characters so much without having any background whatsoever. Having said that, I don't really feel like I need to go back and watch uh, the series Mm -hmm. because I feel like I like this guy where he's at and I like the fact that he's okay. And I don't know that I want to go and see him struggle, to be honest. Part of the times in the movie when he was struggling was very hard for me. And I just wanted to be like, can something just finally go right for this kid? You know, that, doesn't so, sound, that will not be, um, yeah, Breaking Bad won't be your cup of tea. Then there's a lot that goes wrong all the time. <laughs> yeah. And I know that. I know that about the series. I mean, you, you kind of have to be in a hole if you don't really kind of know the ups and downs a little bit of what happens in it. So for this movie, just, by itself, I'm going to give this movie's resonance and feel probably a three and a half. Hmm. So this is like the part of not just the movie, but as the show as a whole that I can't, I don't understand for Breaking Bad. It's like, it's the most consistent, competent, like B plus A minus episodes pumped in and out every week, every episode. I can't think of things that are lower than like a B plus ever. Um, I'm hard-pressed to think of anything above an A- minus ever. For me, personally. I know some people find that blasphemous and think it's the most brilliant thing ever. But outside of one episode called... A- is pretty good, though. 
Yeah, but, but that's what it always is. It's always a B plus or an A minus, like almost always. Like I'm really hard pressed to think of something that's mm-hmm. not, you know, above average or like really good. Mm-hmm. But nothing like blows me away except for one episode called, and it's a polarizing one, of course. But there's an episode called Fly, um, where the whole ep- and it's actually directed by Ryan Johnson, director of uh, was it Last oh, Jedi, okay. Looper, a couple other things. Um, right. He so that whole episode is. In like a four, season four, I think uh, Jesse and and Walt are cooking in the lab, and that's the whole that's the whole episode. And a fly gets in, and the whole episode is Walt is obsessing over finding this fly because it's fucking contaminating all his shit. And he's like, I can't have it contaminating things. <laughs> and like the whole episode, it's a it's a bottle episode. They never leave the lab. It has nothing to do with any other major storyline. Another kind of thing I like. I like the anthology aspect of it. Um, it's the best episode of the series, and it's has nothing to do with the rest of the series. Um, there's something about this show that's just, while it's so good and competent and the same thing with this movie, uh, I just don't, I feel like I'm going to not remember a whole lot of this and I feel like I don't love it. I just like it. And I, I want to love it. I want to be like all you guys out there who are like, Oh, breaking bad is the best. I'm like, I want to understand. I just don't get, like, I don't, I, I understand, but I don't understand. I get why it's really good. I don't get why it's the best. Um, so Resident Evil is like a, like a two five, if I'm going to be honest. Um, just cause I, I do like Jesse's, um, Jesse in my mind has changed, um, to, for the better. Um, but I don't ever think about Jesse. I don't really think about the show very much anymore. So I feel like that Breaking Bad is a show that I watched through one time and I'm satisfied with that. Yeah. I, I never feel like I, I have to go back. I also don't have the urge of going back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I would I would go back and watch just Fly, just that one episode, because it has nothing to do with anything else. Um, but yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I just I I'm glad I saw it so I can be included in the conversation. But like, it's just it's just it's just really good and not great, and it's exceptionally frustrating that way. And for for me, um, yeah, I mean that's that's. But you can just live with it being where it is. You don't have to. You don't have to be that person. I'd like it's to. Okay. I, I mean, but it's just it's. It, yeah, but you, that's your problem. That's not the problem of this of this movie. So let it go. No, I'm not. I'm not downgrading it because I have an overall frustration with the show. I'm downgrading it because that's because that is my overall frustration is that I don't feel enough right. with it. I got like, you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you could always just go back and rewatch Gilmore Girls. I've never, I've never seen that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the... See, because like the shows that I love that I like are my favorite shows are way they're way less consistent than this show. They have tons of bad episodes. They have bad storylines and bad characters, but. I, but their highs are so high that I I love them. This doesn't have it. Just doesn't have that. And same with this movie. I know it, the movie is like a perfect. It, I think Breaking Bad fans are gonna love this movie because it's it's so Breaking Bad. It feels like it, even with, though there's no meth cooking in it whatsoever. Um, so <laughs> yeah, but you love what you love. That's it. Yeah, I. Uh, you could love worse. I'll say that. Um, so the overall resonance feel we just went through, <laughs> which means we are at the end. 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 Um, I will start with yeah. you, uh, Mama K. Would you recommend El Camino as the outsider's perspective? Yeah, I am going to recommend this movie. First off, because I just love the title. I love the car, the El Camino car, because it's the weirdest looking car ever. I remember there was one on our street and I was, was always like, is that a car? Is that a truck? I don't really know. Um, but I am going to recommend it. I know a lot. I have a lot of friends who really enjoy uh, the Breaking Bad series, and I know that they're clamoring if they haven't already watched it um, on Netflix, that they're clamoring to see this. So I'm kind of excited because I will be able to kind of be a part of the conversation, at least for a little while. If they start getting really into it, then I'm going to have to step out. <laughs> but 
Um, but yeah, I'm going to recommend it even to people who have never seen the show because that's me and I enjoyed it for what it was. Nicole? Oh, well. Mm. <laughs> well. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think I, I am going to recommend this one Ooh. because it's a nice, it's a nice wrap up to the, <laughs> to the series. If you enjoy the series, why not just finish it and just watch this and call it a day? <laughs> what a ray endorsement. <laughs> why not? Go on call your, it a go day. Go on your way. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but, call it a day. Um, <laughs> no, the story, the story's cool. Um, if you like, if you like Jesse, the character, you're gonna like this because it's all about him and you want to see him succeed if you like him. So I'm glad to see how this one ended, uh, that he can start his life over again. So that's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, just, just have a nice, have a nice little time watching this one. (laughs) Um, I'm gonna recommend it like I would any (laughs) other Breaking Bad episode or season or whatever. Yeah, it's, it's solid. It's, just extremely competent it's one of the most consistent things i've ever seen um I, it's not going to stick with me super well it's not a highs but i am glad i saw it i'm glad i get to say i saw it um and it did if i have to you know give any sort of like resonance feel thing i like jesse more now than i did um so overall positive experience mm. uh, recommend from me as well uh so three varying degree recommends from different perspectives i think nicole nicole you might have actually liked the show more than i did when when it was on just because you i know you really liked walt right i really liked walt i really liked gus i liked that whole storyline like and Jr. my guilty too, which i never really understood I, but... my guilty pleasure my guilty pleasure characters are walt jr and hank i fucking love you walt jr like and hank, hank. <laughs> i just love that. i don't know how you can love so, hank um, that I would I would I could have given this higher if either of those characters were in this movie. <laughs> there were no Walter family characters in this, pretty much, other than Walt himself in a very brief cameo. Um, and yeah, I'm okay recommending it from the outside perspective. And and so yeah, it sounds like sounds like you can watch this movie if you're if you're out there. Um, so yeah, that's El Camino. Uh, we weren't expected to do that one, but schedules change, and this movie just kind of came out. And uh, rest in peace, Robert Forrester. Um, so, uh, today was originally supposed to be Gemini Man. We pushed that, obviously, and this will be that'll be coming out Thursday. Uh, and then we are going to be consistently in the theaters for the rest of the month. Jojo Rabbit, Zombieland Double Tap, and Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Um, and there might be one or two more in there. We'll see what's, what's going wide. And then November will kick off. More big movies, Oscar contenders possibly coming down the line. So um, we'll have a few empty slots, though, for streaming reviews. If you have anything to recommend to us, Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook. And if you want to reach out to me individually, I am Brennan underscore pod host on Instagram. And uh, if you're following my Instagram, which you should be, uh, today we are starting a new Films with Women in My Life tournament. Remember those? Remember the one with the Meryl Streep and she beat the other actresses and she won? Oh, I remember that. Yeah, there was another one where um, Sofia Coppola won the whole director's tournament. Well, this time we are doing not people but movies we are doing the past 32 oscar winners excluding uh green book for best picture we're excluding green book because that wow um so that tournament's on my instagram right now uh you can vote on you know who you want in the matchup the winning best picture movie between 19 i believe 1986 and 2017 whatever movie wins whether it's streaming or if we own it no matter what we will review the winning movie the winning best picture movie from the past 30 something years so 
Go. It's going to be great. Yeah, it's, it's an exciting one. I'm very curious. Someone liked it at some point, so maybe we will. <laughs> I, I think I think the one that... that's A, a ringing endorsement from Nicole. What again. I'm excited about is the one that wins will at least be a good movie, and it will be a popular good movie. Well, all right. Oh, come on. There's there's it no way the English <laughs> patient's going to win. Sorry for English patient truthers out there, but like... <laughs> I hope it wins out of spite Okay, now. forget really it. Do. I quit. Uh, so that will be up every day at about 1 p.m. Eastern Time on my Instagram. Again, that's Brennan underscore pod host if you want to vote on your favorite. And the winner will probably come out in about a month when the tournament's over. Whew, that is everything for the show tonight. Um, Mama Kay and Nicole, thank you for being on El Camino. My pleasure as always. You are welcome. Until next time, everyone, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, on iTunes. Please leave a review as it helps more people find the show. Like us on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life. Follow us on Twitter at Films Women Pod. And check out our website, filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. That's filmswiththewomen.libsyn.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brandon Snyder.